If you're listening to this episode of the Untitled Catholic Podcast, this was recorded on October 16th. I know many people have been listening to the episode uh, containing Monsignor McDonald, and yes, we are sad by his passing, but before we comment on that, we're going to have this episode first. A priest, his brother, and a married guy walk into a podcast to discover the deepest truths of our day. If you're a seeker of ancient wisdom, interdimensional museums, and the Baltimore Catechism, then this is not the show for you. You're listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. And it starts right now. And we're back on the Untitled Catholic Podcast, episode number 41. Thank you for your patience. We apologize for our punctuality, if that's the right word, right? Not being on time with things. I guess so, yeah. But it's been too long since we've recorded. I guess we all have reasons why, but there's not really one reason why. But hopefully there's people that still listen to this. Who knows? It could just be back to the three of us like it it has been for most of our history with this. I know for a fact people listened to our last episode. Yeah, I got a lot of comments, and by a lot, I mean at least three. Yeah, at least three. <laughs> and then we had at least one person ask Nolan when we were going to record again. I had multiple people ask that, actually, so at a recent a, holy hour. So I had and one I, person ask me. They might be the same people that are asking Father Sean, too. No, <laughs> this was a girl named Jay who gave us the celery soda. Oh, okay. No, that, that wasn't her, though. <laughs> All right. So is there, there's at least, is it safe to say, four people who are dying to hear episode 41 of the Untitled Catholic Podcast? I don't know about dying to hear it, but there's people that are, you know... Looking forward to it? Yeah. You should have just said dying. It sounded cooler. I don't want to lie. They're anxious about it. You know, let's say that. <laughs> there you go. Anxious about it. Uh, well, not, They're not losing happened. sleep over it, but they're anxious well, about it. If they are, they hope- should find something else to do with their lives. Oh, for real. I would hope that they every time they wake up on like a Monday, say, they looked at their phone to see if there's another episode, and then they just get disappointed. I would at, at least some point like you stop to, looking though. Yeah, it's true. I would at least like them to be disappointed that it's been this long. Is that fair? Yes. Yeah, that's at, that's not that's not asking too much. In or, well, order to live up to the potential, I'm not going to play a game where it's a hole that swallows a city, and the more you swallow, the bigger you get. I've moved past the panda game. <laughs> I deleted that. Now I have this whole... Now I'm actually driving around and I see like cones and stuff. And I'm like, oh, the hole could swallow that for one point. So, Wait, what is this game? It's like, it's like a hole that like starts off little. And then as you like swallow things in a city, it grows until you can like swallow whole buildings and other holes. What's the name of the, what's the, name of the thing? I don't know. It's like called eye hole or something like that. <laughs> I Holio, Holio, that's what it's called. H O L period I O, and now it's Halloween Holio. themed. So, mm, Holio. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone's gonna get what you just did, but I did. <laughs> no, no one is any uh, younger than us, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I get it. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's, actually, it's not, but it's it is in a way. <laughs> Clubberg's here. Did you get that, Clubberg? I, I can I, see that. I can uh, see him. I see, Clo- I see Clubberg's head in the back. <laughs> Come on, Daddy! <laughs> Eventually, we're going to hear his heavy breathing. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have headphones what? laying around somewhere? I'll go see if I have. Uh, all right. <laughs> what, I just noticed that you two guys got suits on, 
It's it's October sixteenth, and Claw still has a Labor Day suit. What's with that? <laughs> oh man, you didn't hear that one. Oh, you can't hear any of it. If, even if he gets headphones, you don't have a splitter. That's true. I don't. I, but I, I want to see what happens if it, if, it, if he like plugs it in. It doesn't doesn't work or something. <laughs> looking for a place to plug it in. So why do you guys wear suits for, Nolan? I wear a suit every day, man. Every day. Oh, I wear a so. I mean, have we even talked about this yet? It's been so long that Nolan is now the... What's your official title for the diocese? Um, official, official? Yeah. I guess, it would, I guess it's Director of Youth Ministry for the Diocese the director Rockville Center. of Youth Ministry so, for the Diocese of Rockville Center. What would be the no, unofficial? Man, what would be the unofficial title? Nothing. I was trying to think of something funny to say. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> the youth bing bong. Because there's a lot of hats to be worn. But So since our last episode, Nolan and I actual, actually scheduled a day for me to come over to his house. And, then he, and then he canceled. Oh! You, it was Nolan. like you canceled like the day of, right? Um, I did, yeah. <laughs> Why'd you cancel? Yeah. You're talking about in the, over the summer when you you, yeah. you and Father Dave were going to come over? Yeah. So I took my family to Hershey Park. And we went. And first of all, a little backstory. My son, my oldest son, Justin, the one that bears Justin's name. Yes. Um, he went with his cousins last year and got sick. So never made it into Hershey Park. So we've been promising from re- him for a year that we take him to Hershey Park. So we took him to Hershey Park, and as it turned out, the massive rainstorms that they underwent and the flooding that they had <laughs> prevented the park from be from being open the two days that we were there. Poor so kid. We, we went to Pennsylvania for two days and didn't even make it into Hershey Park again. <laughs> so I felt compelled to do something with the family. That Friday that we came back, because we didn't do anything other than go to the chocolate factory in Hershey <laughs> and uh, eat a lot of chocolate and stay in a hotel in Pennsylvania. Did he have fun at least? He did. Yeah, I mean, he was definitely sad because we literally like went right up to the park doors and like hopes that it would be opened and it wasn't. <laughs> oh, poor kid. Yeah, he's just like looking through the fence, all like sad and despairing. I know oh, that man. feeling. I, it took me a while to get to the Bronx Zoo because it always, always rain with my uh, class trips. So oh, that's weak. It must be. It must be just the name Justin. It must be something about a dark cloud following you he's, guys. He's a Mets fan, but at least he's not a Jets fan. No, I mean he's he's got a free will. He, he could eventually become one. Well, Although at this current that. moment, I'd rather be a Jet fan than a Giant fan. Yeah. yeah well, that... I was gonna say. But... By the time he grows up and even cares about these things, um, I'm sorry. I the left <laughs> no, Clawberg no, came shit. back with the, but but I don't have a splitter, Clawberg. Is it is it okay if I take the headphones off? Does that matter? Yeah, because then we'll, all we'll hear is feedback. Oh, so it wouldn't be good to... to no, because then we'd hear you talking. There's no, there's no thing on it? There's no splitter. <laughs> <laughs> but I want you to keep wearing those, because it's incredible. <laughs> look, he's got his, look how old those things look. He's got his Labor Day suit and his giant headphones. <laughs> he looks like an air traffic controller. <laughs> you know what? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Clubberg on real quick just so you guys could say hi because I feel bad. So here, oh, here I'm gonna man. pass my headphones over to him. <laughs> Claude Daddy! Hey hey hey! What's up, baby? <laughs> what's going on? Live, How you all doing? Live on the Untitled Catholic Podcast again. I just Michael wanted to Clover. try to be the you know the most. Uh, you know, frequent guests that just kind of just barges barges in with no, no, no rhyme or reason. You know. What, so what are you guys talking about today? You got a big meeting or something? Yeah, big meeting. I'm pretty sure uh, at some point uh, our director of youth ministry here will probably mention the two pillars, uh, Eucharist and relational. I'm hoping that we talk a little bit about that tonight, but uh, we will see. Is it a high school thing or is it just a youth ministry thing? It's a campus ministry thing, um, and uh, pretty much for all the high schools, we get together collectively uh, from all the different Catholic high schools in Long Island, just discuss what we're doing, uh, share share ideas with one another, pray, and of course, uh, we break the bread. That's probably one of the most, uh, not the most important, but one of the most enjoyable pieces of the, uh, of the meetings. Where's the food coming from? We have a special caterer here in the school, and uh, last year it was... Um, I remember correctly, it was chicken uh, franchise. Uh, this year, it's going to be something different, but I don't know what it is. Uh, Brother Vincent told me, but I already forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what you had for breakfast today, Clubberg? Yes, actually. So today we had a special breakfast for all the faculty as a thank you for homecoming. So I had oh. sausage and bacon and eggs with ham in it. So I ate pretty good this morning for free. I'll eat tonight for free. My goal is to go the whole day eating free on the Catholic Church, so I will not buy anything from any store today. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, Clawberg is uh, on a no-sugar, no-carbs diet. And I went with him to Wendy's on Sunday night as he just appeared. So so on Sunday, I got to see both Nolan at Mass and then Clawberg after Mass. Uh, he just stopped by to pop in for our youth ministry as area contact for Life Team. And hey, baby. watching him... Take the bun off of a Wendy's hamburger and eat it with a fork and knife is possibly one of the saddest things I've ever seen him do. <laughs> you know, and I have to say, uh, my whole life, I, I did swear by White Castle, but now that I'm eating fast food burgers without buns, I have to say, Wendy's does probably have the best quality meat out of all the fast food restaurants. So for those of you out there yes. looking for quality meat, uh, I think Wendy's is the way to go. I would agree with that. Yeah, just saying. So I have a new kind of friend. Her name is Wendy, and uh, you know that's how we kind of roll. You know, we won't we won't tell your wife. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so, yeah, Clubber, yeah. Clubber. Does Wendy wear like really long boots? Uh, I'm not sure about that, and I'm not going to answer any more questions. I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, look at just. I would love to be in that room with the two of you guys right now, wearing a suit. <laughs> oh well clawberg it was good to uh to see you again and stop spreading rumors about uh, where different assignments are going to be well you know that's what <laughs> confession's for you know so I figured, start a few rumors go to confession you're all forgiven it's a wonderful world but on that note i'm going to bring you to nolan reynolds all right good to talk to you claude daddy same here All right, and we got our, our special run-in for the day. How about that? Oh, <laughs> that was, that was incredible.
Oh, I would. And love that to and be that just made the episode. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's all we need. Well, what, Daddy. What, what was I say, what was I saying about Justin? By the way, like how what was I? I was oh, going towards was, something. Hershey, you just talked Hershey. about the disappointment said, of Hershey. Uh, and, and that's why you canceled having the name having the name Justin equals a unlucky cloud that wow. follows you. I was going but somewhere un- with it, but whatever. Unlucky in the sense of things that don't really matter, like that, Hershey and the they, Jets. And oh, I know. What I was going to say. I was going to say to your point, Father Sean. I was going to say that in a few years, when my son would actually care about sports, if he cares about sports, Sam Darnold could have like a couple like Super Bowl rings already. I don't uh, think that, I don't think that that's gonna happen. happen. But we appreciate your positive positivity. But it could happen. That's man. not gonna happen. It definitely you know? could happen. I just would be willing to bet that it won't. Yeah. Well, I, I'm a Met fan, so I understand. I, I don't <laughs> usually. Uh, I wouldn't usually bet on these things anyway. But so overall, I'm not a Jet though, fan, Nolan, so I have that luxury. That's right. Has Has the new position been? Uh, what, what's been? What's some of the things that have? started since you've started i guess it sounds like the holy hours are are back in a in a way well you know the the holy hours are kind of still a joint effort with with the vocations office um and there's definitely a desire for them out there and we're we're looking at ways to implement them um but to be honest with you the the vision of the youth ministry office is really is really taking a different um a different approach I think um, we're doing a lot of building and a lot of planning for the future and to put things in place um, as far as resources from the diocesan office that will, you know, hopefully have a have a far greater effect on helping parishes get youth ministry started um, in their in their local communities and good, substantial, um, fruitful ministry. That's awesome. Father Sean, have you have you? Uh I've been a part of any of this this growth so far. Uh, I've done a, uh, uh, I've had a meeting with Nolan where we've talked about some ideas for stuff that we're um, like you know what he's planning, things that I was thinking about doing. Um, we're working on a secret project that's going to be coming up in a few weeks that we'll talk about once it's over. Mm. Mm. We will. We will definitely discuss that on this podcast. God willing, the spirit shows up and it's awesome. And that's all I'm going to say about that now. Yeah, I'm excited. Whoa. It's something exciting and different. Amen. What else is happening in uh, the world of St. Patrick's of Smithtown? Uh, so we had our kickoff a few weeks ago for Life Teen. We had about 50 kids, and then we've significantly lost every a kid every week. Um, <laughs> so it's about like implementing the new system and, and just like staying on top of it. It's tough. You know, the first event always has the most amount of people. And then the next event had like a, you know, a good chunk. And then this week was a lighter week. I just think a lot of people just weren't around. Like a lot of people who were going to consistently be coming um, weren't around. So Have um, you noticed that from the 50, it's been different kids all every time? or the, Like the, the core of the group has been coming. And then there's been a few kids that come, uh, you know, came the second week. And then a few kids that were new the third week. So... Yeah, it's different. It's different people coming, but there's like maybe ten that are always gonna be basically there. That's great. That's pretty typical. I think that's uh, a way a lot of youth ministries experience attendance. 
And then I, now that we've implemented Edge, I think that's going to help because now it's going to be one of those things where kids already are going to be want to be a part of it, and it's not going to be something that's going to be um, new. They'll be in the habit of showing up to things. Absolutely, that that is going to take on a, a whole new life of its own, especially as you promote Life Teen as being the follow up to Edge. Well, that's exciting. It is it exciting. sounds like it's all a bunch of exciting things happening. Is it really as exciting as what's going on in your life, though, Justin? N- no, actually, probably not. So, since the last time we recorded, I am now engaged. Engaged for what? Engaged What are you engaged in? Shenanigans? <laughs> uh, engaged, yeah, well, yes, as always. Um, Fisticuffs? But engaged... Engaged... <laughs> <laughs> I'm engaged to be married to uh, my fiance Megan. This Who's... is where we need a drop of like. <laughs> so, August thirty first, two thousand nineteen, a day after my anniversary. The day after your anniversary. I didn't want to get married on your anniversary, so. Those are two. I decided I should do it the day after. Two power couples back to back. How do you back to back? How do you like that? So we're getting married at St. Aidan's on the feast day of St. Aidan. That is incredible. Who are you going to get to do the How wedding? How about that? I, I was just getting a call that I rejected from uh, a, a Mike Club. Oh. <laughs> I see you. I'm He's looking like in the background making faces on the phone. <laughs> like we can't see him. It's not a telephone call. It's a video conference. <laughs> we can see everything that you're doing, Club. What's so, what's so funny is that someone recently... Someone recently, a student of mine, recently said that she thought that Klauberg looked like, um, oh man, what's his name, Chris Farley. <laughs> I had never heard that before, and I really didn't think so. But I swear, when he was behind me making those faces, it was like a Chris Farley expression from like Black Sheep or Tommy Boy or something. I'm getting a phone call from Klauberg. That's like in the office when uh, they were prank calling. Uh, and who was it? They put Andy's phone in the wall. No, they were prank calling someone, and they were looking. They were like, "Oh uh, yeah, I guess." Uh, oh, uh, he's prank calling Ryan. Ryan, yeah. <laughs> Hi, this is Michael uh, Jackson. Okay. He was like doing stuff like that. Oh, yeah, this is my. Hey, this is Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, I could see you. <laughs> but yeah, getting uh. Get married at St. Aidan's. The reception will be at the Vineyards in Riverhead. So, it's far away away from the church, but that's okay. The Vineyards in Riverhead. Very nice. Yeah. So, it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. We're in the planning process. We got all the big things. Uh, how involved in the planning process are you? And and how, we are, how, do you, how much do you want how, to be and how much do you need to be? I, I, my biggest thing was the church and the DJ. And both they're all settled, so the rest is the after, rest is after gravy. That, the rest is gravy. I guess I was I wanted to be some I wanna be someone involved. Actually I wanna be very involved in the mass. Mm. Um, but I guess that falls under the category of the church. Well you can't you can't celebrate, um, you can't preside, so don't get uh, get, no, get your hopes but up. I got I got the I got the priests, I mean I got I got the musicians, so I'm all set. Are you going to have multiple priests? Uh, yes. At, at the very least, Father Sean will obviously celebrate the Mass. 
He's like the best man slash priest. Best priest. <laughs> the best priest. Or the or so, the priest man. So he's yeah, he's the priest man. So I had to have I Joe Moncada is the best man. Okay. Um I guess the co best man, since Father Sean's the best Assistant man. to the best man. Yeah, Joe Moncada is the assistant to the best man, best man. Got you. So, so, um, so obviously, Father Sean is presiding. So, Joe Moncada will be like in persona, Father Sean. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. How they will, however, they will both have speeches at the reception. Oh, that is gonna so be Father that Sean. Is be Father Sean gets a homily and a speech. So he he then is the best man. Awesome. But Joe Makata gets a speech. Um, yeah, so. And then maybe Father Lachlan says grace or something like that. Grace? She died 30 years ago. <laughs> she died 30 years ago. So how did it come so, about? Justin, tell us. So it is a very fun story that comes about. So one of my very good friends who is a groomsman named Ryan Lampa. Did you tell uh, him that yet or is he going to hear about it from this podcast? <laughs> no, he's he's confirmed. He's Have you asked everybody that you were going to ask? Um, just about. Who didn't you ask? Well, I'll ask him and then it won't matter. <laughs> Type it in the chat um, so I can see. Uh, so Ryan... He bought his engagement ring in Chicago. So the story with Ryan is he was looking for a ring, went to a couple places in Nashville, didn't feel good with them. And then there's a big like diamond district, so to speak, in Chicago. So Ryan had an off day on tour um, and he was going around in Chicago and was going like the diamond district and didn't feel comfortable. So a friend of his was like, hey, you should go to this jeweler. So he goes to the jeweler. The jeweler is closed. So he turns around, and in the same hallway is this other jeweler. So Ryan just walks in, and this this guy goes, "Oh, sorry, we're closing up." And then Ryan's like, "Oh, please, I'm like, I don't want to leave Chicago without a wedding ring." Uh, and then the guy was like, "Well, I noticed you went to that door first. And he's like, "Yeah, my my friend referred me to them, but they were closed." So then this jeweler was like, "I will not take your business. You're their customer." I'm not that kind of business person. So long story long, Ryan eventually convinces this guy to sell him an engagement ring. And he had a great experience with him. So much so that he went back to Chicago to get his wedding band with this guy. So when Ryan met Megan, he said, when you are ready to get a ring, we're going to Mark Bacharach in Chicago. So I was like, all right. I love that his name is Mark uh, Bacharach. <laughs> so I'm just gonna believe that he's related to Bert Bacharach. Yeah, he's yeah, second cousin. Um, so and I was like, all right. And then we, when I knew I was ready to get a ring and I had the money for it and all that good stuff, I uh, knew that Sean and Joe Moncada were coming to Nashville, and I knew Ryan was coming home from. He was gone for like six weeks over the summer. I know he would be home. So I picked the date, August 14th, and booked flights. So part of the rules was we could not pack anything, and we had to wear suits. So we had we looked like you and Clubberg. Right? We looked, we looked yeah. better. We looked better. Um, so we didn't pack a single thing 
It, I mean, it's not even a backpack, not anything. And all we did was went into the airport with suits on, went through security like it was nothing, went to the gate. Uh, we took a 7 a.m. flight to Chicago. We landed at 9 a.m. in Chicago. As we're leaving, because you see four guys or three guys with suits on, the stewardess just, she was like, don't get into any trouble today, She, she boys. said, you boys be <laughs> safe now. <laughs> so she knew, she knew we were up to something. We went, we went, got a cup of coffee, went to the jeweler. We had an 11 o'clock appointment, got there a few minutes early. So Joe Makata has a video of me opening the door of the jeweler and it was locked. So there was a slight panic that we were there on the wrong day. Um, but we weren't. He eventually came, looked at diamonds for about an hour. We're having a lot of fun. He has, uh, it was the three of us plus him and his assistant. So there are only five of us in this jeweler's. Eventually, I pick out what I wanted. We, we do the deed. He comes back and he says that I had so much fun um, that I would love to take you guys out to lunch. So I was like, all right, that sounds great. So he takes us out to lunch and he starts spilling his heart out to us and finds out that Sean's a priest. And Sean, uh, they're talking about uh, he's Jewish and Sean's talking to him about Maximilian Kolbe. It was the feast the of Maximilian Kolbe. I was talking about when we were at Auschwitz mm. in uh, World Youth Day. And then he starts crying and he's saying how beautiful of a story that is. So we just go in really deep with this guy. And then he shows, it was great. And they showed us around the University Club of Chicago or just a, basically where a bunch of rich people hang out. And he was showing us all around. And then eventually we we said goodbye and it was awesome and then we leave and a tradition of ryan and i's is we always uh on tour like the last day of tour we would drink a red bull as fast as we could we call it smashing a bull and we were right by the bean in the park so i was like we gotta smash a bull by the bean so we went to the bean and we we drank a red bull and then after that uh Ryan was like, you know what? I'm going to get my wife some earrings. So he goes back up, gets some earrings for from Mark Backrack? his wife. Then we went back to see him again. Back, go, go back to Mark Backrack. Um, and then after that, we were, just, we were on cloud nine. And then we go. I treated everyone to a fancy steak dinner. This place called Smith and Lewinsky. Smith and Walensky. Smith and Lewinsky. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mike tomahawk steaks which is like 44 ounce steaks that hang from a bone and this guy like he has gets a flame a out blowtorch fat on it and the fat looked like awesome. butter Nolan. Like, the fat looked like butter and he had a blowtorch and was melting the fat onto the steak oh my gosh it was so good and, and it was probably the best meal I had and then we walked around Chicago we went to the top of the Hancock building uh, which is, I guess, like the equivalent of the Empire State Building. And then on our way back, we got a call from Mark Bacharach that said, hey, I would love if you guys came for leisurely soda at the club before you hopped on your flight. And then we saw that our flight was an hour delayed, or an hour and a half delayed, and we are like, this is perfect. We get to spread an destiny. hour and a half more <laughs> with Mark Bacharach. So we hung out with him. Then that's the same day, 14 hours later, we got back on a plane, landed in Nashville, nothing but suits. Um, and then we went back to my house and fell asleep. <laughs> so, 
Uh, I've never in my entire life, other than when I'm wearing my clerics, had, had this many people stare at me. Because it was four of us just walking around in suits. It was like 95 degrees outside. And we wore, we wore our jackets anywhere and everywhere except if we were in a restaurant. When we were in a restaurant, we took our jackets off. So we were like... This like this nutty guy comes up to us and goes, "My daddy always said you shouldn't wear a jacket when it's that hot out." And I wanted to say, "Well, if that's the only advice you listen to your daddy, then that was wrong because you clearly have made some other choices." And when we were when we were walking to the Hancock Building, this lady was like yelling, "Excuse me, excuse me!" So I figured it was like someone trying to sell us something. So I was ignoring, but eventually I turned around. She she had she was on the phone and she like put pulled the phone away from her head. It was like. You some handsome gentleman. Oh my gosh. What a, what a day. So, what a day. We were on we were just on cloud 9. Got got the ring and then he shipped it to my parents' house. Uh so it got there. No one knows the day uh, that it got there cuz that was the last time we recorded the podcast. Mm. That's right. So it, yeah, it was it was at my parents' house and then I asked on uh, August 31st, I asked her in the St. Mary of the Isle Church where I used to work and where um, I guess we kind of started hanging out and yeah, I, when I was a youth minister there, she would come around and volunteer with the youth group a little bit uh, and then uh, so I went to ask at the church and Joe Makata was kind of being security, making sure that no one was going in. And when I texted him that we were walking in the church, he goes and hides. And then not even 15 seconds later, a guy walks in. So I'm like waiting to ask Megan to marry me. And this guy's just sitting there. And I was like 30 seconds away to going up to him and be like, Hey man, go pray someone else. He'll still hear you. But Eventually he like he got up and he, he left and then I asked and we had a little surprise in the rectory and all of our friends and family were there. Um, was she surprised? Yes, she was very she was suspicious that it may have happened that weekend, but was very surprised that it happened that day and was even more surprised that uh, all everyone was hanging out in the rectory, but was the most surprised that we pulled off the Chicago trip. That's incredible. Because right after that, when we were back, we were sitting in the house, uh, and and she was asking like, "Oh, how was your day on Tuesday?" And I'm like, "And we were going to a baseball game." So Justin and Joe went to pick up this guy Nate, who's Ryan's brother, and then I was with Megan in the car. And she was like going on and on about how she's never going to get married and all this other stuff. And I was like, I had to put my confession face on and be like, Megan, it's going to happen in just two weeks. Trust me. We just went to Chicago to get a ring. We weren't at the University of Tennessee. Oh, my gosh. Have you been in touch with with Mark Bacharach since? Uh, a few days after, yes, but not since... So not since September. Like a we we had to get him on the that. show. <laughs> he would definitely he come on. Yeah, he would. We uh, he sent me a, a, a essay he wrote about Germany. That's incredible. So I, I think he's gonna get invited to the wedding. I think. <laughs> what um, so what was the reason? Like what, what was the reason you gave her for going to to church? 
or was it like you were just going? So I, we, I had said that we had dinner plans with our friends Katie and Lorenz at this new place that just opened up in Long Beach, and uh, on the way I like looked at my phone. I said, "Oh, Lorenz said they're gonna be 15 minutes late, so let's like it's walking distance from mm. the church. Let's just pop in and pray." And I think when I said that, she was like, "Okay, it might actually be happening now." Um, but you had to give I it away a little bit. Wanna... Yeah, but I played my cool. I kept my cool the whole day. Somehow, I just kept like do having stuff for us to be distracted by. That's awesome. So then tell tell him where great. you hid the ring in my car. Uh, in between uh, Sean's like on the door or whatever you call that little thing that you could like store gum or whatever he has his what is it your confession yeah. stole so i hid it in there nice there would be no reason for so her to it's a holy ring that. yeah exactly it's a holy ring already now how long how long did you guys celebrate for after like did you you guys celebrate in the rectory well, and then did you go out and get food and drinks or something afterwards or no i mean we had everything in okay. the rectory uh so we we had food and drinks there. So we just kind of hung out. Father Brian was great. The re- the reason I'm uh, asking to bring this full circle is because I was with Clubberg that night, and we were celebrating our uh, new endeavors together. We we're out in Patchogue, and it was like 12:30, and I think we called Father Sean. Yes, <laughs> that's and right. And Clubberg yeah. was trying to convince me yep. to take a ride from Patchogue to Long Beach to meet up with you guys. And we were already <laughs> back at my parents' house. I know you were, and I'm, I'm, I just assumed you would be. And uh, but uh, yeah, so ultimately we didn't make that trip. And that the next four days we saw a venue a day, uh, and then the third one we saw. It was it was, was the one. Fun. We just knew that it, it had the vibe and it had everything we were looking for. Um, so awesome. We booked it. They had the, they had the date open. Believe it or not. So congratulations, congratulations, J Max. Thank you. So more more of that to come in the next year of podcasting. The adventures of uh, getting married. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to change the intro so, to the show. Yeah. A priest. Oh, it's still the same. His married brother and a married guy and another married guy. <laughs> a priest, a married <laughs> yeah. guy, and his brother. It, it, it still works. It does. It still works. I'll just be this time next year. I'll just be married. Yeah. So we got a year because technically, yeah. Still if works. the show lasts a year. Yeah, we don't know. We well, have to well, see if John McQueen wants to buy us again. I don't know. I don't know. Have we lived up to his? Uh, yes, I think we've definitely contract? recorded fifteen episodes. Okay. So. Yeah, well, and we got we've plenty of time guests. to spare. Yeah, plenty of time to spare. So we 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 will probably just wrap up this episode. We didn't now. make any T-shirts though. No, but we didn't. That what we didn't have to. That was that was um, okay. Encouraged, but not demanded. Gotcha. Yeah. So we could we uh we'll probably get next time we record, hopefully next week, and then we get back on the wagon. Uh, we'll start talking about more in depth kind of stuff because I I've had some some questions and ideas and things like that. 
and I'm sure you guys have uh, other things too. For sure. But this was important. And then maybe this was important. This was good. We're back on track. I got some guests I would like to bring on eventually. I have a few as well. So we're we're back at it. it we we took a summer break, but we're back. October sixteenth was we're the off back, season. Back, back in the New York groove, groove. Damn. <laughs> All right, Nolan. Do you have anything else to say on this episode? No, everything I've I've had to say I've I've said already. Is Clubberg still behind? No, I you? think he's setting up for our meeting. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Father Sean, any any words of wisdom? Uh, just that uh, it's an exciting time uh, in in life, and uh, God bless everybody who listens to the podcast. You've been listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. See you next time.